I thought you said Snoopy. <laughs> I have a lot to talk about Snoopy, too. <laughs> I was a little straight. I was a little weird. Off I'm going to talk about Snoopy a lot. Did you know that Charlie Brown and Snoopy was actually an allegory for the rise of communism in the 1940s and 50s? <laughs> no. 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 It's because it's not true. I didn't think ah! it was. Oh, man. Did so, you know I have six toes on my left foot? Nope. It's because it's not true. So I'm super stoked. Did I, you guys uh, know though that I do have six toes, and in addition to four, I have ten toes. I have ten toes, but I also have six toes. You have six toes, and that's ten true. Toes. That is true, and, that's then true. Al- and also ten toes is true. <laughs> yeah, you, it, no one can take that away from you, Parker. Chris, have you read? I mean, I, somebody could with like a hatchet. Chris, or have you read Parker yes. uh, and I's uh, book about uh, facts about Japanese chins? Nope. Yes. No. Yeah, we uh, we. I've I've seen it on the bestseller shelf. I just haven't <laughs> we we co-wrote. We co-wrote. We both have a, a great passion for the breed. Well, I wouldn't say that I have a passion for the breed. I have a passion for knowledge about the breed. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's more adequate. The, the, I mean, neither of us own the dog. Right. Or, I would never own the dog. Or, or have no, or have any interest. But in dog. I I really yeah. strive to educate the world on little known facts about Japanese chimps. Sweet. For instance, little known fact. About yes. about the Japanese chin. Most of the facts, coincidentally, are little known. They and not recommended people to look up on the internet to verify. No, either. no, no, no! Don't do that. You there, don't. You don't need. There's a like, lot of misinformation. We did the research. There. We did it already. There's you a don't lot need of, to do. It. There's a lot of misinformation out there about Japanese chins. But okay. for instance, did All you right. know that they can multiply at will? Really? They reproduce asexually. Yep. Yep. I so mean, they can, through, they can reproduce sexually. Or no, like they can reproduce sexually. They they choose that they sometimes choose, okay. for love, you know, right, or right, whatever, yeah. or convenience. <laughs> but like asexual reproduction is the majority. So, but is, I mean, right. is it through mitosis? Do I have to sit and watch a Japanese chin split itself into two? Like, it's that sounds horrible. That sounds like it's, the stuff of nightmares. It's no, complicated. To, to be to be completely like like to try to put it in lamest terms. Uh, yes, please dump it, it, it down for me. It probably. spawns a a version of itself from the past. So like right. So it, it's a slightly younger version of itself. Oh okay. And it, but you know it's sort of like the looper of doll. Yes. Oh wow okay. Yeah. That must be a great selling point when you're trying to. Yeah, uh, uh, of course, uh, you know, host of Exit the Critic, Michael Karstetter, big fan of right. Japanese chimp facts. Now, he's the opposite. He's a fan of the dog, not so much the facts. That's true. He <laughs> likes to just... He will actively try to disprove our yeah, facts, despite our extensive research. Or stop listening to us. <laughs> or, or just get mad. Yeah, get really yelling. Angry. Oh, no. So... Well, I guess that's one way to start this podcast. <laughs> one of the many. Yeah, well, one we've, many. Done, hey. we've done 65 ways of starting the you podcast. Got, you got to start somehow, baby. I was I was excited to talk about how I, uh, you know, ar- armed with only a crescent wrench and mediocre knowledge, I fixed my toilet, and then it broke Chris, again. That's, uh, that's disgusting. And then it, I fixed it again, and then it broke again, and then uh. I just broke down and called my dad. Oh, uh, and then him fix it. Yeah, I see. Did he fix it? Oh, yeah. And so now it's good. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, so far. Okay, good. I mean, so when you go home tonight, it'll be like... flooded out again. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. Nope. Homeownership is definitely... I mean, I'm I'm 30 years old. I'm an adult. 
ludicrous. And there's nothing, nothing sends me back more to being a child than seeing some kind of plumbing issue. Just being like, I need a dad. Chris, as a, as a member of Generation.com, Y, 2K, etc., whatever I yes, am. Yes, yes. I fully understand the idea of, how did you fix it? I called dad. I called my dad. Yeah, yeah well, what, I, I mean, what the heck else are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what else? Come I on. Went, no, I mean, it was a I'm process. I'm not going to fix a it myself. I went online and saw, like, wow, this, according to the guy on YouTube, that I can't be bothered to turn <laughs> the sound on. That, see, that's the first part of how did I fix it. I looked it right. up on YouTube. Then it didn't work. Right. <laughs> or, then I or, called my dad. Or like one one minute in, you're like, this, this is ridiculous. This I'm not is doing awful. This. Plumbing is the worst just because like when after I'm done fixing it, I found that I had more leaks than what I started with. Yeah. So. Well, the thing about like a, a, a like a, a how to do tutorial video is they like it's always the best case scenario. It's best case scenario, and then they clip out the actual doing. <laughs> yeah. To like replace the O ring, and then it's like, and now there replace it is. the second O ring, and then it's like. Meanwhile, that process took like four hours, <laughs> and it's all—it's always done in a nice, spacious bathroom where the toilet is in the dead center, yep. instead of crammed into a corner. Oh that yeah, yeah, never yeah. Should, like, oh, that was the worst. So, nope. Luckily, the old man came by, took one look at it, and went, oh, "I think that's the problem," and fixed it. Like he didn't even have to touch anything. I did all the, like the actual lifting. He, he spoke, just and he it did, was so. Yeah, yeah. He flexed his with dad powers. The, the sword <laughs> that emanated from his mouth, he cleansed the bathroom That's right. problem. That's right. So. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome down to The Critic, a podcast where each week we talk about movies, both new and on Netflix. My name's Chris Klump. With me, as always, M to the A to the T-T-Y, it's Matty Ice, Matt Schaefer. He- <laughs> oh, I thought he was just going <laughs> to cut it off there. Yeah, Matty I was Ice, ready Matt to Schaefer. finish it. <laughs> I was fully prepared to be your hype man at that point, but you finished it yourself. I am my own hype man. <laughs> you need yes, excellent. Put I that on a resume. Oh, it says Matt here. Schaefer, uh, since you have a lot of experience as a hype man, my hype man. Oh, you're Correct. your own hype man. I am my, my own, own hype man. Hype man. <laughs> <laughs> <Wonderful. Wonderful. laughs> See, wonderful. <laughs> and of course, with us as always, sometimes. Always. With us, oh, well, I've I've actually always been here. <laughs> That's right. We've done not we've not well, done an episode without me. Parker's sort of the Schrodinger's cat. Yes. Of this podcast, yes. he is always here, but he's never really right. here. <laughs> exactly. exactly. At the same time. Exactly. So. Agree. Well, this week's movie is Snowpiercer. But before we get into that, let's get into some news. <laughs> Parker, what do you got? All right. Well, we'll start off uh, big. Big Star Wars. Oh snap! Seven. We'll be filming in IMAX format. Woo! <laughs> so, okay. Um, <laughs> I've learned the ways of the clump. <laughs> and show over. So uh, apparently, uh, yeah, so they, they will be getting uh, one or possibly two IMAX 2D cameras. Nice. And they'll nice. be filming a bunch of stuff. Cool. Now they're not filming in 3D at all. Or well, I'm, I'm fine I'm with that. 3D, which I'm is fine, fine with that because I'm not. Honestly, the post I like the the post 3D stuff has gotten a lot better. It is. It really has. Yeah. And and like if it's gonna be an IMAX, like I like IMAX regular. Just you know, sometimes a little bit more than I like IMAX 3D. Sometimes. Right. You know, no, like, I'd agree with that. It's so wait, like, is there gonna be an option? Are they gonna do the? Because they are gonna do post 3D work on it, right? Right. Yeah. And so I don't know. It's possible that it will be IMAX 3D. I hope they do both. Yeah. We'll see. Well, no. Why would they? I, but maybe <laughs> they, you know, if they're doing post production, then maybe they're 
doing it for the the IMAX. So we'll see. Right. I mean, yeah. we'll see what they end up doing. But it's exciting that it'll be shot in IMAX. Shot, yeah, shot yeah. So, like, I love, IMAX. I love, uh, like you know, you know, the best IMAX example is like Dark Knight. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, that was a great one. And so, like, and that wasn't entirely shot. In IMAX. No, that was just certain scenes. And and those scenes were like whoa, incredible, yeah, they were really of, good. and it was just like a dumb city, like Detroit or something, like wherever yeah. they filmed it. It was like a crap city. So now that Detroit's crappy, Detroit's fine. It's making a comeback, but uh, but <laughs> like gotta, it, it didn't look gotta all. Throw a bone to our Detroit listeners. Yeah, all, all, all none of so, them uh, listening on their fan radios. <laughs> I say, yeah. you're still out there, world. <laughs> They're huddling by a fire. They've been burning trash cans. <laughs> Detroit, we love you. I mean, and, not really. Well, well <laughs> as Snake Pliskin listens to it as he tries to escape from there. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, so, it, you know, to see that, like, you know, to see, like, shots of Tatooine or, like, you know. Uh, that's what I'm expecting, like, long, like, like the big, shots broad of the, shots of, of the, like, planets the, of, like the, of the ships. Oh, or, yeah. like, You know, Millennium Falcon it is, IMAX, it is you know. a, oh, be It is a franchise made for IMAX. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Everything about Star Wars Like him grandiose. standing, looking out over the twin suns mm-hmm. as they're setting. Yep. In, uh, IMAX. in IMAX. To go along with that, it's I did read good. today in the Lancaster newspaper, of all places, Wow, that uh, they are going to delay shooting. Right, but they have rearranged their schedule so that they still Disney still plans on getting it out in time. Okay, so they're not like going forward shooting. They're saying, okay, we can't. We're not going to like rearrange the movie in a way so that we're cutting out Harrison Ford. That yeah, that's smart. Uh, but rearrange. We're kind of right? going to shift schedule. up a lot of our shooting schedule, and we're going to still try to get it out in time. So cool. That's Very nice. that's what they're trying to do. Apparently, Harrison's going to be ready in like. Two months to start filming again, so that's a pretty quick. That's pretty quick recovery. Pr- quick recovery for a man in his seventies yeah. with a broken, yeah, leg. with a broken leg, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, Star Wars news. We're looking forward to it. We always, uh, we always have to talk about it when it trickles out. Absolutely. And we also have to talk about Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. Out. True. Yet more annoying things oh, going wait. on oh. with Ant Man. No. Two more writers. Brought on for a final rewrite before production. Oh, God. We have Gabrielle Ferrari and Andrew Bearer. So let's see. Uh, I recognize um, the. Okay. <laughs> a report on the new gig for the duo who previously were working on a big screen adaptation of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, no. <laughs> well, what have they actually the done? The two writers what are responsible done? for the 2010 blacklisted script. We've talked about blacklisted scripts. Yep. Like, the best yeah. films that haven't been made kind of right. thing. Uh, die in a gunfight. So I don't know what that's about, but apparently. Sounds cool. Yep. It's a, it's a movie. Sounds cool. So uh, they 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 have something. You know, they're, well, I guess they're skilled at the, enough at, at, at screenwriting for that. But At know. this point, Ant-Man's going to be one or two things. It's going to be like Marvel's like downfall. <laughs> like it's going to be the first movie where you're just like, it right. uh, didn't yeah. work. Or it's going to be one of those examples where, like, there's so much development chaos and hell, yeah. and somehow it still works. Well, out that was okay. that was Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Man. Like they were rewriting on the set, which I mean, a lot of movies rewrite on the set, but apparently they were really like they had writers reading Iron Man comics and being like, "I guess we'll do this." Yeah, that's um, good. Yeah. So like, yeah, it could. It, it but it's going to be one of the two polar opposites. It's yep. not going to be mediocre. It's either going to be a triumph or a complete train wreck. Yep. Yeah. So we are. We have these two guys. We had Adam McKay just jump, join in. Um, 
So that was a rewrite in the wake of Wright, uh, Edgar Wright leaving, and also Joe Cornish leaving the attack the block writer. Yeah, that's, that, so those both two those guys names leave. just depressed yeah. me so much. Uh, yeah. They left. Yeah, exactly. To, and to be replaced by Adam McKay. Now I I love Adam McKay in it for certain for things. what he does at times. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for for his types of movies, but, but like not to, nearly as to, to go like. A movie that's made by Attack the Block writer and Edgar Wright. I'm like, <gasps> and yeah. but also at the very end, Adam McKay moves in and finishes the script. Uh, uh, hmm. Well, <laughs> maybe hmm. interesting. So you know, we'll see. But um, well, what's know, his name? The what's the what's the Marvel guy's name? Uh, the guy Stanley. Stanley. <laughs> no, the the movie portion. What is his name? Uh, Paul Rudd. <sighs> <laughs> What is his? No, what, what is his? Who are you talking, are you talking about? about? Kevin Feige, right? Okay. Kevin Feige so. has has come out and said like a lot of what Edgar Wright did is going to like remain intact. Right. Like a lot of well, his you, ideas. You'd be foolish to throw out his right. So so it's not like they were. It's not like when he left, they were just like, well, scrap it. I mean, it makes sense. It's like it's like you get Edgar Wright to write an awesome script, right? But then you you get him off the project before he like perfectionizes the movie into taking forever and costing too much. But you right. get and his being, written word right. and then you're like, you're out the door. <laughs> like, uh, let's how do get we, somebody that can actually just make it quickly. Yeah, right. make it quick and under budget. Yeah. <laughs> well I so. think I think a bit I've made this argument too. I think a big thing too is that they were getting too concerned because when this this uh Ant Man is as old as pretty much any of the Marvel films. Edgar Wright came on to to do Ant Man right. really early on in the Marvel Universe movie stuff. Yeah, right. uh, and it be when it became something that it is now. I think the executives were like, "We need this really to fit into our puzzle pieces." Whereas Edgar Wright was like, "I want to make my movie." Right. Okay, I could see that. Um, and I think that's really where a lot of it came to head. And I've I've read brief snippets and stuff, and I don't think there's like bad blood. I think that's I think it's honestly just creative stuff. Yeah. That Makes it all sense. just came to a head, and they were like, we want to do this. And he was like, well, I want to do this. Right, right. So. Yep, definitely. So, anyway, uh, in other Marvel news, speaking of Iron Man, uh, so there has been a lot of uh, uh, talk about uh, the U.S. military building tactical suit, very okay. similar to an Iron Man suit. There's a project called Talos that was just unveiled. Um, a suit that will be weaponized and bulletproof. How do you uh, spell it? T A L O S, all caps, because I'm sure it's a acronym. But um, the companies involved in the project are names you might expect: Lockheed Martin, General Dynamics, Raytheon. Along with a surprising inclusion, Legacy Effects, the company who created the Iron Man suit That's for the film awesome. franchise. I love this. So, I love this. I love everything about this. I, I, apparently, I mean, it makes sense. Their expertise is being used to help design and 3D print the prototypes being created. Because I'm sure that's all these guys did in day in and day out was design these things in a three-dimensional space. Right. And figure out what could work, what wouldn't work, what yeah, would exactly. be able to move, what wouldn't. Because, you know, they know that their target audience is like like 
a fraction of it is super nerds uh-huh. that will literally pick apart the suit. Every single aspect of it. So especially when you're showing schematics up on the screen and all sorts of stuff like that. So like you know they're going to be like, oh, look, that that obviously wouldn't work. Right, because right, of blah, because blah, blah. of this. So so these guys already did all that research, so the military's like, well, can just you just help them. us? With that? Yeah. That's <laughs> so awesome. So that we don't have to redo all that work that you already did. But yeah, so kind of kind of a cool thing. Very Currently, cool. Talus prototypes are weighing around 400 pounds, and a whopping 365 pounds of that is dedicated to the batteries needed to power mm. everything yeah. the military wants in the suit. That doesn't um, surprise me. Yeah, so looking we'll at some see. of the concept art, it looks uh, the m- most direct comparison I would make would be like something out of like Halo. Yep, it yeah, it's very much like a Halo suit. Like Master Chief or one of the, the dropship no, no, troopers. No, no, you're ruining it, dude. It was so cool <laughs> until you said Halo. Now I don't dude, care Halo. about oh, it. Oh, no, anymore. sorry. It's the red, white, and blue war machine. Okay, yeah, now, now I'm on board. Back on board, baby. Back on that's board. That's exactly what it looks like with the cannon on the shoulder. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, just because Halo Halo's multiplayer was infested by, like, 13-year-old British kids and, doesn't and, mean it's and not the, a good game and, series. And, and the first game was terrible. Not the true. First, oh, well, the, the library was. The library was terrible. Most I'm, of the I'm, first game is good. I'm, I'm not going to get into the why I hate Halo, but it's a terrible game. Anyway, it's, moving on. It's got a great universe. Sure it does. Okay, so <laughs> we've heard that Guillermo del Toro has released that he will be making a Pacific Rim 2. Yeah. Yep. We're all excited about that. Um, also, it has been revealed that there's a possibility of a uh, cartoon show. Nice. Yeah. In the vein of, like, I guess, like... Um, Voltron? Clone Voltron? War- well, like, Voltron? Just like, you know, like, you know, you have Clone Wars or something right, like that, where right. it's, like, in the universe and, you know, but not necessarily the the exact thing. Um, but before making Pacific Rim 2, he will be making a short film, black and black white, and white film. Yeah. Um, he calls the project... Uh, of course, he's very, you know, like, quiet on the details, but a very small movie, black and white, really, really bizarre. That's <laughs> so, coming from Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro is a, is a weird guy. He's a very weird guy. So him saying that it's really bizarre is, I don't know. It's going to be his most get. normal film ever. Yeah. Yeah. He has a, he has a short film, to, as comparison, he has a short film he made um, way back in college uh, <laughs> where this little kid uh, he doesn't want to do his geometry homework, so he summons a demon what? in order to in order to grant him wishes. And when he summons the demon, he follows like this book that he found, like his old like horrible book. And when he summons the demon, the demon like immediately steps out and like murders his mom and stuff. And he's like, "Oh no, what? I I, I followed the directions." You know, like to a T. And then it, he points at the thing and he had drawn too many sides on the pentagram that needed to contain the demon. <laughs> so it's like, it's like a, just a total gag at the end. But like it was it's super violent. Like the demon comes out, and just starts like murdering his mom yeah. and eating her. And there's wow. like blood everywhere. And he's like, what happened? And like it's all in Spanish, you know, and there's subtitles. And it's just like. You know, Pentagram has five sides. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> that is I gotta hilarious. find that. So, that sounds yeah. great. It's it's a good time. But yeah, he's he's definitely made some weird ones. He's also made that uh, what, Cronus. Cronus. I've never seen Cronus. I've never it's seen good. Either. It's good. It's it's weird though. Again, it's also weird. 
But yes, yeah, I have so when, seen Mimic, which I remember being really good. When he says weird, we'll see. Yes. You guys uh, ever see that Mimic? A long time ago. Yeah. Wasn't that his first? No, Kronos was before Mimic. Was Kronos before Mimic? Yeah. Okay. I saw it like a long, long ass time ago. I don't I so, barely remember anything about it. Yeah. So anyway, we'll look forward to this short film. I'm sure it's not gonna necessarily be in theaters, no. but we'll probably be able to find a Oh e- yeah, eventually. Definitely find it on the internet. Okay. Uh then we have some, you know, thirty rock news. Uh, it's one Ooh. of my favorite shows. Jane train Jane Krakowski yes. of uh what is it? Va- vacation, the the Chevy Chase movies. She, she oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the daughter of uh, that's right, Randy that's Quaid's right. daughter. It was like, <clears throat> my dad says I'm best at kissing. <laughs> some, some joke. No, like that. I think I think yeah, something like that. I, <laughs> or like I my think uncle it's her teacher. Or so, or I, I teacher think it's her teacher. Something, yeah, something inappropriate. But anyway, she will be joining. This is the first I've heard of this movie, but she will be joining a uh, Adam Sandler's Pixels. This is what? a film about a group of video game experts who are recruited by the government to help deal with the threat of popular 1980s video game characters attacking New York City. <laughs> oh, righty. So, this is the first time I've heard of this movie. Yeah, I've, this is I, news I, to I, me. I'm assuming that it's, it's anime. I mean, it's got to be anime, right? It almost has to be. I mean, it, unless it's like... A, unless it's like... Like apparently it's a short film already. Oh, okay. Uh, but they're doing a, a full length adaptation. But it's, yeah, it's got uh, Kevin James, Josh Gad, uh, and Peter Dinklage, as you mentioned, and now Jane Krakowski. Chris Columbus has never done anything animated, though, has he? Uh, he's the director. Yeah, I don't think I don't so. Think so. No, he's done like he did like the Harry Potter, like the first ones. Yeah. So we'll see. Other stuff, but. I'm- uh, it said, "It said, you know, like it's, it's, it, it, you know, we don't have high hopes because Chris Columbus hasn't had a great track like no lately. No, his track record is crap. Um, so we'll and Adam Sandler's see. involved. So that doesn't. But it help said, things. but it said, like you know, you know, we'll we'll see. I mean, if he can, you know, if he can tune into the old Home Alone days or something." Uh, if you can, can okay. rekindle that fire. <laughs> first off, first off, let's not, let's, no, no. Home Alone was a good time when I was in sixth grade, but uh, no, it's a terrible film. Yeah. Well, we'll not, see. That, 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 that fire needs to stay dead. It just needs to, <laughs> needs to stay ashes. So, uh, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire was also great. Yep. yep. I, for, I forgot he did, yeah, I forgot yep. he did Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. <laughs> One half decent film that was probably all Robin Williams. <laughs> so, just quick in other Alec Bald and other Thirty Rock news, Alec Baldwin will be in Mission Impossible Five, as well as a villain. Is he playing a villain? Uh, I, I, let's, we can only hope. Oh no, uh, he's planning to play the head of the CIA. That's perfect. Yeah, that is perfect for him, especially head of the CIA in um, Mission Impossible movie. Because yeah, think, you know, like that would be fun. That so, yeah, that sounds great. Actually, yeah. Uh, and then, and then also an unnamed Will Smith football drama. <laughs> Apparent. Oh, it's a, it's a, uh, about football, uh, like post pro football concussion type stuff. This is going to be talking about the the de- the degradation of health after pro oh, football. So definitely, wonder, uh, definitely a which, tough movie. I wonder which player he'll be. 
I don't know. Portraying. Or if they'll just be like a, a like a fictitious yeah, player yeah, about fake. real stuff that's happening. That sounds that actually yeah. sounds Again, with Will Smith, I'm like, oh, just, just hang it up. But then you mentioned that. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. Hey, that sounds good. Exactly. The only Will Smith movie I want to see, since he's not doing Independence Day 2, the only oh. Will Smith movie I care to see before his career is over is Bad Boys 3. Look, he's not going to die. But <laughs> his, career, his, career is, his career has no, taken No, he'll come a, back as a Morgan Freeman type. Like, we can wait, hope. He'll we can wait hope. 20 years and then come back and be an, an aged... You know, if like, he's smart, he's already if almost he's fifty, isn't he? But he could come back when he's seventy, 70 and be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Hey, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, if, if he's real smart, that's what he's going to okay, do. Okay, well, before that happens, I want to see Bad Boys Three. You're okay. not going to see it. <laughs> it's <laughs> announced. Okay, it's announced. Right, that's yeah. <laughs> as <is> everything else. <laughs> so <laughs> everything's announced. Uh, and and in conjunction with, I think we're doing Exodus in this one. Right? Yes, okay. we are. In conjunction with that, before we talk about the first trailer we saw. Uh, apparently Ridley Scott is going to be sticking with the Bible because he's also going to produce a David film about Ugh. his life post-Goliath. Wait, what? Yep. So That's lots not of the route like, I thought they were going to go. So yeah. lots of, like, politics It's and a follow David in the yeah. events. Him, like, being follow, raping kind of women and follow, killing yeah. people. Follow David in the events after his defeat of the Hulking Man. So I imagine it will have that just be at the very beginning of the of the the movie. And then it'll be him as a general, and then he'll uh, steal some guy's David, wife, and then David have him is like the Robert Baratheon, pretty much of the Bible. <laughs> pretty much, he like is such a great like young warrior with so much promise, and then he's like. <laughs> Who's that girl over there? Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna sleep with her. He becomes nice. a, yeah. He becomes a drunk womanizer. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? No, really, Scott's a smart man. That's where the money is. Yep. No, make, for sure. Make Bible movies? Are you kidding me? I mean, you're gonna make you're gonna no, make bank. I, all I heard not, was people complain about Noah, like from a Bible point of view. Like, yep. I, did it make like, money I, though? Did it make money? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, oh, no, I'm, what money. I'm saying is, I've all I heard was people like all these Christians and right wing people complaining. Like in my in my sphere, whenever I'm around like people that are of are uh, very very conservative, those people would be like, "Oh, I saw Noah. They did such a bad job." Blah, 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 blah. But they all went to see they it. They all went right. to see it, right? Every all that single one of them you, went to see it. And I'm like, "Did you go see like any of the Marvel movies? No. Did you go see like any like any other big they blockbuster? They don't go to movies. They yeah. didn't see them. Did you go to Fireproof? <laughs> you know, with with what's his name? Yeah, Kirk Cameron. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Did you go to? Yeah, I saw that. And so you went to Noah. So like they got that person's money. The yeah. person that does it. So say. Noah no, did a, not make back its money it didn't. domestically. However, right. it did. Wow, I think that it would make so. Much, it made like well, more that's what than happened to like one hundred and fifty percent back. I foreign. believe it. I believe. Oh, it. I don't doubt that's, that at all. Because that is like more like it has an international appeal. Like like the way did you ever see True. the look at the box office uh, returns for Alexander. It was insane. It was cra- it's crazy. It's like it made like next to nothing here and then it made so much money outside of the country. Right, yeah. It's just like crazy because it was like a movie that like people in Europe yeah, wow. care. Like they care about that. 34 million here, 133 million. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. it was almost as bad though. Right, right, right. And Jeez. so that's what's crazy. It's like anytime you have a movie like that where where it gets like a, oh, it is a uni- yeah, it's a universal story, right? Pretty exactly. much, like 
Are you one of the Abrahamic religions? You probably know what no is. <laughs> yep, precisely. Are you at least familiar with the Abrahamic religions? Probably go to see no. Chinese yeah. people don't give a shit. They're right. not going to be like, oh, no. No, 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 but no, like, no. Don't stop. Yeah, stop right there. <laughs> Just stop it right but there. But like even, but in other, in other cultures, Chinese. they have the, the flood you know, say, story. Lots is of in other lots of other cultures, even yeah. that don't believe in the Bible or right. a Christian God or whatever. Yeah. So like they would still go see it because it's like, oh, this is like our story. <laughs> like, so I, I just feel like, yeah. So you'll always do well if you do something that That's has true. an international. You almost like that. you almost want to have a little bit of controversy, so Doesn't that hurt. it gets it. Yeah, Doesn't so that hurt. It yeah. gets it gets people interested. Absolutely, definitely. So anyway, I that's think that's excellent. about all I got. That's an excellent uh, transition there, Parker. Yeah. So yeah, Ridley Scott doing Bible movies forever. Sweet. <laughs> well, apparently, you know, he's going to be directing the sequel to Prometheus, and Ugh. he's also going to be directing um, a a Matt Damon film called The Martian. Um, really? Chris would prefer to see a Job movie before he sees a Prometheus sequel. Damn straight. Well, apparently he's in talks to direct it, but we'll see. Uh, but the, I'd rather watch paint dry than a previous uh, It's uh, following an astronaut finding himself stranded on Mars, struggling to figure out how he can survive long enough in order to make it back to Earth. Wasn't there a Don Cheadle movie with... Uh... So, inevitable comparisons to Gravity and Apollo 13. So, it's going to be something like that. Like oh, okay. A, like a realistic, I'm uh, stuck oh, on realistic. Mars. gotcha. Like, you know, I was the first guy to land on Mars kind of thing, you know, whatever. So there was there was apparently a movie that's it. That's I don't know if it's being written, but it's about um, the fact that they that JFK had written a speech just in case uh, the the moon landing failed miserably. Oh, okay. He had this like speech written and it was and it was like released like not too long ago. Like um, somebody had it and they like released like it to the public. Or yeah, whatever. that kind of thing. And it and it like basically. You know, talks about like these men sacrifice or whatever, and just the idea that there'd be like these people, these like bodies on the moon, right? That will never be able to retrieve because theoretically, if it failed, like we'd be we, done. We wouldn't have continued. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we wouldn't. We have might, it might not have continued in any way, shape, or form. So, like, you know, just that concept that there would be these like this this moon grave but right, yeah. yeah and so apparently there's a movie being written about that so i guess that that's the new thing like you know failed after space gravity missions? after gravity was so successful it's like oh okay we can still do that like all right sweet Apollo 13 movies. was great but then we thought people ke- stopped caring about space but apparently they still care about space that's yeah. great all right well uh i think it's time we head on into some trailers trailer time trailers I just saw a whole bunch of trailers. First trailer we saw, Exodus, Gods and Kings. An account of Moses' hand in leading the Israelite slaves out of Egypt. All right, nice and, nice and concise there. See, starring, right? a, starring a Christian. Well, That's good. Bail. So we oh. sort of. Oh, wait, what? Oh, I, I misread it. <laughs> it's cr- I was gonna say bail. they finally gonna get it right. They got a Christian on board. Hey, uh, you know okay. what I love? Uh, 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 
a historical account in which all of the characters should be some form of, you know, Middle Eastern. Not a... Nope. They're all white. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Every single... Oh, sorry, Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. (laughs) Ben Kingsley, who's They got to throw Ben Kingsley. Throw Ben Kingsley. Oh, you're doing a Middle Eastern... Okay, throw Ben Kingsley. We'll get Ben Kingsley. You know I'm Indian. (laughs) That's fine. Doesn't matter. That's fine. Close enough. Any kind of foreign... You know I'm not even, like, totally Indian. That's cool. Cool. It's fine. fine. It's fine. You're you're yeah. brown enough, buddy. Just throw you in there. <laughs> no, that's um, that is that is one thing with this trailer. I saw Sigourney Weaver in there. I'm like, yeah. really? Sigourney <laughs> Weaver as an actually. Egyptian? I will say one thing. The guy who plays Ramsey is Joel Egerton, who we reviewed in uh, Warrior as the guy opposite Tom Hardy. D- damn, he looks. So different. No, yeah. I didn't even. I, didn't so even I thought that first. was like a no-name guy when I was watching the trailer. I was like, "Oh, this is a new so, guy." I don't know. They really made him look very, very, very different. Yeah, they they uh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, that's damn. some impressive, some some impressive uh, makeup. But there. it's it's weird makeup because he's like bald, like it's like bald, like it's just like it's not like they're covering him up. You know, no. it's not like they like made him look different because they put a bunch of stuff on him. Like no, he's like yeah. has nothing. On. Yeah, there's yeah. no prosthetics. <laughs> yeah, anything. he's That's just crazy. like a guy's head, a bald head. But once again, we're gonna get another Moses retelling in film. <sighs> Nothing's ever gonna top Prince of Egypt. <laughs> 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 you thought I was going to say Ten Commandments. Ten didn't Commandments you? is Ten so Commandments damn good. Chris's like favorite movie. No, yeah, no, good. not my favorite. <laughs> it is. It is like, I do really like it. It's I, really like it. I, By far I the best that, movie to watch at Easter. I will say that that at least twice I have gone over to Chris's house for something, either to like play a game or watch a different movie or whatever, and he is in the midst of watching. Ten Commandments. It has happened two times. No, 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 no. The wa- it once, has happened two times. Once was Ten Commandments. Once was Ben Hur. <laughs> no, it was two times of Ten Commandments because I think you had just gotten it on one format and then you had just gotten it on another format. That, that is also a very distinct. <laughs> oh, I got it on DVD. I gotta watch it. Oh, I got it on Blu-ray. I gotta watch it. <laughs> hey, it was it, it was a great Blu-ray purchase. Right? I am I am slightly discouraged that they are doing the exact same storyline that's been covered in every. That's what movie. I mean. Because I, mean. I thought. For whatever reason, I was hoping we would get the post, right. the in the in which the no one ever does. The movie always there's the a lot of interesting stuff. Absolutely, there. but yeah. the movies always end with them leaving Egypt. Right? Like, no, there's a like that's the beginning. There's a lot of, of battles. There's a lot of stuff do. that goes. There's on. a lot of cool right. stuff. Well, that they there could was cover. there was some battle stuff. Like right. footage, so like maybe they touch on it a bit. Maybe I'd like to think so. Not if Ramses is a central character; they're not going to yeah. go much past that. Yeah. But um, no, I, I do agree. There's a lot of very interesting stuff post Egypt in the the Moses story that would make an excellent film. Eh, Hollywood's never going to touch it. <laughs> no, they're going. They're going for what everybody knows. Yep. So. Yep. I'm curious to see what John Turturro is doing. That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> I'd like to know what John Turturro is Seti, doing. Seti, so he's obviously one of the Egyptians. I'm just I wondering mean, if he's some sort of comedic relief. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I mean, these movies have a great tradition of having very strange actors. Uh, Ten Commandments has Vincent Price in it for some reason. <laughs> like, Wow, I don't even remember that. Yeah, he plays one of the uh, uh, um, slave-like Overseers. That makes sense. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah. I could. And he's straight up Vincent. He's straight up like you know. I can't do a Vincent Price impersonation. Serve the Pharaoh. 
<lacht> Serve me, for I am Vincent Price. <lacht> yeah, that's pretty much, that's fairly accurate. Now, this movie, I don't know, I was excited till I saw Ridley Scott. And Until you saw Ridley Scott. The, the, well, the name. He actually gives Ridley it some Scott. legitimacy like, to my uh, opinion. See, Since uh, Prometheus, no, 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 no. It has, it has, it has it, that, well, yes, but before that, <laughs> before that, Ridley Scott, okay, I have a huge gripe. Don't get me wrong. I like Gladiator. Okay. But I have a huge problem with it. Yeah. Because it did start the tradition in, in new action films of we have no idea what's going on in the scene. And that, that is exactly yeah, how... Yeah, but Gladiator touches upon that, and it's good. Whereas, like, every movie after it, like, took it to an extreme. True, true. Because I just recently actually watched Gladiator again, and it, it's, it, it Does it hold up? up? I haven't seen up. it in a few years. It holds up, yeah. Um, but, the, like, just the way he, sh- he shot Gladiator... Like during certain action scenes, I'm like, I have no idea right, who's fighting right. who. Honestly, the what, only you know, way I, f- the only time I feel that way is, uh, this is funny because I j- just watched it like three weeks ago. Um, is the the fight scene when he's fighting the the champion, the right. undefeated one, and there's the tigers and everything. Yeah, yeah. Which is a chaotic scene. I mean, it's it works because you have no idea. Like, you want to get the sense that you have no idea what's going on. Most okay. of the other battle scenes are okay. Oh. See, I, 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 I think I think Ridley Scott does very well when he shoots non-action scenes, but when he does action, I don't know. It's kind of hit or miss. So I don't know. Maybe may, maybe this could just be uh, the trailer company focusing on the action, right, and right. there's going to be a lot more yeah. drama and a lot more. You know, like well, I mean, what I like. It's in, like Noah. They had to be like that. Trailer was full of just like. Oh, and the poster for Noah makes oh. it look like he's just standing there with the hatchet. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah it makes it look like this? it's going to be. Yeah, Noah. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Like an they're action like, movie. <laughs> they're like, there's like, a small piece of that, but not, right, not right. a focus. Not a so focus. maybe, and, and, and hopefully that's what this will be. So, uh, Exodus Gods and Kings comes out December 12th, uh, uh, 2014. Just in to, time for Christmas. Yep. Just in time for... <laughs> try, trying to milk that, uh, that Oscar. Yeah. Oscar bait. All right. Next trailer we saw... Ah the wrong thing here next trailer we saw saint vincent a young boy whose parents just divorced finds an unlikely friend and mentor in the misanthropic body hedonistic war veteran who lives next door this movie stars melissa mccarthy naomi watts uh terrence howard terrence howard's in this really i don't remember seeing him and of course the great Bill Murray playing that, in full effect, playing that misanthropic body yep. hedonistic war veteran. Of course, there is so much about this this movie that I'm excited for. Yeah. First off, Bill Murray. Yep. Enough said. Yeah. Um. Second, seeing Melissa McCarthy play, not playing Melissa right. play off Melissa. Right. Yeah. She's yeah. she's. It looks like she's, she's a straight, straight character. Yeah. yeah. Or straight character. or maybe she's actually playing herself because from what I've read, Melissa McCarthy in real life is nothing like. The right. Melissa McCarthy persona that okay. she plays. Yeah, like, I think she's much more that. like the actual stay-at-home mom. Ah. Right, right. Uh, and this seems more like she was like, all right, I'm tired. But I'm excited that she's getting a chance to not be typecast. Right, Absolutely. no, yeah, totally. Um, but, I oh, think and she's... Chris O'Dowd's in it. I love Chris oh, O'Dowd. I yes. love him. He's so great. Yeah, he's wonderful. Um, I'm just excited to, to see Melissa McCarthy be able to act. 
Yeah, um, definitely. Isn't this, the same thing. This looks good too, man. Yeah, he looks he great. Looks like he's gonna be. This looks like one of the better Bill star. Murray roles in a long time. Yeah, definitely. Which is saying a lot because Bill Murray gets some yeah, pretty he's nice cons- roles. He's consistent. Um, but this, yeah, he looks. This like, is this is like a um, perfect in this one. This is a uh, a situation where I don't know who you would get other than Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, in all honesty. Well, if you want it to be like good, like I mean, right. if, if you want it to just be like a movie like that. That the idea of the movie is kind of like you could see it being made and being made just like whatever, you know, like oh, this kid is just divorced and he moves next door to a crotchety old man. That's like, true. That crotchety old man is played by anybody, you know, whoever we feel like. You know, it's at the time, and it's like oh, this will be Johnny Knoxville in an old man costume. <laughs> this will be fun. No, but but like but Bill yeah. Murray's name adds a, a, a sense of not only legitimacy but also like this movie's going to have some heart to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, this movie also has Selinas Leva. Uh, for anyone who's ever watched Orange Is the New Black, she's nope. oh, yeah, Gloria. She? She's the uh, mom of the girl who gets pregnant. Oh, okay. She's like she's she great. becomes like dude. The she's like the head. baddest ass of that entire crew. She like she, she, she like, is other, she other than t- other than right. Red. She's like yeah. The, she's like she just yeah. like everything that comes her way. She's like I like completely her, fine. So yeah, she's great. It's cool that she's getting her role in this. Absolutely. But yeah, this looks very good. Oh, it looks hilarious. Yeah, I, I specifically uh, lost my shit when uh, he pours the ashtray into the kid's lap <laughs> with a bunch of change. <laughs> yeah, a bunch yeah. of change so he can call his mom. I uh, lo- love it. Here's so, a dime. They don't cost a dime anymore. <laughs> fine, here. But more than this, call collect. Oh, it's so great. So, uh, St. Vincent comes out October 24th of this year. Nice. I wonder if it'll have St. Vincent in the soundtrack. I sure hope not. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't... I don't think it would fit. It probably not even would. close. <laughs> no, even she's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't really fit this tone. No. Not even close. <laughs> so... It would fit on that "Wish You Were Here" movie that we'll review later, but maybe yes. <laughs> it might even be too weird for. Th- She's gotten like super, like uh, Talking Heads ish, damn. Especially since she did that album with what's his face from the Talking Heads. It's like really. <laughs> I'm serious, but her right. no, that was her perfect. new album. It like sounds like the Talking Heads. Excellent description. So. All right, moving on to our feature presentation. Oh, I didn't realize she was in Polysymphonic Spree. I don't know who Saint that Vincent? is. Yeah, yeah. Like she her. got her start in uh, right. Sufjan's band. Yeah, yeah. I did know that, but I didn't know that she then <laughs> segued over into Polysymphonic since 2007 because they've been around since forever. But like, I guess she joined. Them. Well, we better stop, Parker. This is Enter the Critic, not Enter the Music Critic. They're uh, they're cu- that cult that is. Pe- people are sitting here going, "Hey, I want to cut deep- all this out. I wanted deep cuts of movie trivia that I don't know, not deep cuts <laughs> no, of music I wanted, trivia. I that wanted I don't you know. guys to get movie information wrong, not music information. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take both. Yeah, no, it's too much. If you get too much stuff wrong, I'll go crazy. <laughs> so, all right, moving on to our feature presentation. We saw Snowpiercer. In a future where a failed global warming experiment kills off all life on the planet, except for a lucky few that boarded the Snowpiercer, a train that travels around the globe where a class system evolves. This movie stars Chris Evans, Kang Ho Song. Heavily bearded, Chris Evans. Heavily bearded. Ed Harris, John Hurt, and Tilda Swinton. I don't think anybody else. Uh, Jamie Bell, we reviewed him in uh, Tintin. Yes. Yes, we did. Played the titular character. Yes, we did. So, what did you guys think of Snowpiercer? 
I I love this movie. I'm just going to come out out of the gate strong. That's right. It was very reminiscent of like um movies that I loved like I don't I want to say like I don't want to be like that it's an 80s movie because it's not, but like just the the idea that there's a that there's a world and like you're meeting all these characters like the dude that like you know, does the sketches because they don't right. have photography and like, oh, and like they're moving through the tail section of this train and you're like meeting all these characters and caricatures in the first like half hour. And I was like completely on board because I'm crazy like, martial arts guy. Yeah. Like just all that stuff yeah. with no explanation because you don't need it. Right. And like, that's what I loved about movies in like the eighties. There'd be characters that don't need too much explanation. You're just like, oh yes, this is cool. This is cool. This I'm guy can do this. Why? Because. because like it was like and that's a very uh, here it's very reminiscent of like because uh, it is dystopian obviously but like Road Warrior Mad Max right. all that stuff yeah. where it's just like there's just a dude that you're like oh here I have these like pieces of metal do your thing oh you know like when they go and get the Cronus or whatever and the guy's just like in that little pod yeah. and they're like oh mm-hmm. god it smells like cat piss and you're like what's happening I don't know but I love it yeah it's yeah like, exactly you're like I'm so, not sure what's going on but I'm on board yeah I was on board for all that and then I thought maybe it would like peter out at some point but I liked it right up to the end because like I did not see the whole like I mean I guess are we spoiling this Mm, better be I mean, careful because this is okay. going to be hard. I'll say to this. See. Then. We'll okay. do it's gonna yeah, be hard. It's going to be difficult to see. Right now, okay, yeah. so then I'll just say this: that I didn't see the ending coming. Like it wasn't one of those ones where I was like, I was gonna, I was gonna guess what was gonna happen. Right. Like it was like something that I was like, whoa, that's different. Right. And then the very end, I was surprised that as well. Like each step, I was surprised. Like, mm-hmm. um. You know, part of that was because we did watch an unsubtitled version, but uh, but so you don't well, need, hey, yeah, yeah you, you don't, don't you don't super need it, but it it, may, it makes it a little bit different about the it makes the ending a little bit make a little bit more sense right it, but, right but yeah so for me I, I was on board and I liked it a lot because it was like you know just they didn't it wasn't over nothing was over explained. Um, if mm-hmm. anything, you you wanted to see more, which is the ideal situation. You right. wanted you wanted to know more about like the different facets you saw as you quickly went by, but you didn't have time because you were going through this yeah, like, they crazy were going action through this thing. whole biosphere of the train. The the filmmakers here have a really good sense of the old rule of sometimes less is more. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And sometimes Definitely. it's better to leave things up to the imagination. Yes, and they do um, they do that very well in this film. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I like this a lot too. It's one of the more original post-apocalyptic sci-fi films right. that I've which seen in a while. Which is so overdone Right, which is point. so, yeah. like, that's hard to do, to be, to make an original dystopian sci-fi movie. It's, like, near impossible anymore. Yeah, because at this point, everything's been, every trope has been just juiced yeah. now, to rinds. in order to enjoy, in order to enjoy this film, you do have to make some jumps in logic, yes, and just just buying into the overall premise. But, but I think me, I think that goes into what Parker was talking about, where yeah. like a lot of stuff you don't need explanation for, right? right. Or they but, kind of explain it, but then you're just like, all right, that's fine. They, they explain right. it if in you, the most like just glossed over. If you are the kind of person like occasional listener of the show and host of Ninjas vs. Podcast, Jordan Zimmerman, 
who I think would appreciate this film. He still. would. I think he would like it, I but he would he pick would it pick apart. A, pick it apart because yeah, even I apart. was doing that sometimes, and I'm not the kind of person to do that with a film. So if you're the kind of person that's that loves to pick apart right. concepts and like right. just how things work, like you might be slightly annoyed with this film just because of the very basic idea of like there's really not a good reason that the only people alive on the earth are on a train, right. other than that they say that's what happened ultimately. Right. Okay, they, right, they, yeah. Ultimately. But you have to buy into that because that's what makes this concept so cool. So, yes, yeah, so this very is the cool. whole world on a train. Right. That's what makes this movie work. Right. And that's what makes it original and cool and, like, awesome. And, like, a really good, you know, kind of, like, example or allegory of, like, you know, fascist class systems and all that. Which right. it clearly tries to do. It tries oh, yeah. to... Right. Yeah. It tries to do a lot of things, um, but it doesn't overextend itself either. Yeah, I, it's essentially still a pretty somewhat simple film. Right, it's pretty linear in structure. Uh, it has some plot twists, but it doesn't try to make the plot twist sell the movie, right, or anything like that. Um, it has symbolism, but it doesn't try to like force feed it or. This make movie that does the, not the come whole... off as preachy, right? No, right, even all. though. It is about a class system, like taken to an extreme, right? Which you think it's going to be like, oh, here we go, like, right? I was like, when, like Elysium, for that. like it wasn't so bad, but it was there, like you could, it was you obvious. could feel it was there. Yeah. Whereas this was like, it was like, well, yeah, whatever, just watch the movie. Like it was just like kept going, like it wasn't, you know, like it was, it was actually even there to the point where it was comical, like the things they were saying that you're like, okay, this. I can't take this seriously as a, like, view on, like, how this, like, oh, this is, like, our world. Because, like, the stuff she, when she's saying, like, you are the shoe, you know, like, all that stuff. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, and, Like, it's yeah. so silly. It's so, so over the top. She's so in this great. movie. I mean, yeah. she's, she's crazy she's and everything, so but she's so good in this. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize, again, like most she, of her roles, yeah, weird, I didn't realize finally. it was her for a while. No, yep. I didn't realize... The main dude was Chris Evans, right? Until I looked it There's up. There's a lot of because beard. I, because a lot I of beard there. I and I saw him, and I watched this with Christina, and she saw him. And we were like, "Who is that?" And I was like, "I don't know, but I know who he is, right? <laughs> but I don't know who." No, I I I started watching this film, and there were a few moments in the middle that kind of bothered me a little bit. But overall, like the overall experience was well done. The beginning is very compelling. I'm instantly on the side of the oppressed. Obviously. Like, and like you're, thrown, you're thrown into that world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you spend immediately a good know chunk. what kind of situation they're in. Yeah. Right, no. right. Yeah. Because it's like the, like the crappiest stuff's happening right away. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. like right out of the gate, you're like, oh, this is horrible, and here's why. <laughs> but it also did it in a way like, I, I, I was explaining to to Melissa because she asked if she would like this movie. And I said absolutely not. Um, she doesn't really like super depressing stuff. But I said it it wasn't like if if I'm going to compare it to another super depressing post apocalyptic film, The Road. Right. It wasn't like no. that. No. Where it was so depressing that well, I wanted to stop wasn't... watching it, but I couldn't because it's too amazing. This wasn't written by Cormac McCarthy. So this, yes, <laughs> it actually manages point. to have an element of hope in it. So. Um, but, like, the beginning of this movie feels very hopeless. Oh, yes. But it doesn't do it in such a way that I'm so depressed. I was just, I, I for me, personally, I was just getting angry. Yeah. Like, as I'm watching the film, I'm just like, yeah, I'm screw those, uh, uh, the, the, what, I forget what they call them. The, the first classers? First classers, or I forget I what they call them. I don't know them. what. 
There was a term, I can't Yeah. So, like, I'm watching it, and the more that they're showing the, the tail end of the, you know, and what's going on, especially, and this happens very early in the movie, so I don't feel it's a spoiler, but when they, they force that guy's arm Dude. out into the, into the cold, and the guy, they're, they're being so clinical about it, they're like, yeah, it's going to take seven minutes. Uh, at this yeah. altitude. At this altitude. And then she goes into her speech. And, he, and it's great, like, they did a good job, because he's like... He's screaming at first because it's cold, but, but then, then he all stops. Of a it, it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. feel like anything. Yeah, it feels like nothing. Like his and, arms froze, and then he's and just again, like, like in shock, and it's like oh. And then when he sma- when they smash it, it's like oh. God. Yeah, with that screaming. concept of less is more though. They don't actually show the arm smashing and right, pieces. which is like oh that, yeah. Which they yeah. easily with their budget, they probably could have shown. And you know that they would like you, like a different movie maker would be like, oh, this is gonna be the best part of shattering like everywhere, little bits of blood and everything. Oh, it'll be yeah. great. And it's like, no, we don't have to show it because no, you get yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> in, in the hands of a less subtle uh, director. And By then the way, that I don't guy think I... end up being a cool character who shows up and very he's like, cool. Yeah. And he's like, ah, with this with this one arm, and you're like, this is awesome. Yeah, we should talk about the fact that this is a South Korean right American. American film. Yes. Dire- the the director of this I don't think we mentioned this this episode. Right. We 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 did the we reviewed the trailer way back. Yes. Yeah. Or or either that or we talked about it in the news that the guy that this guy was making this movie. Yeah. He directed uh The Host. Right. Which if you have not seen you need to see. Yes. It is really good. Um and again Now it- keep in mind we are talking about the South Korean film the host from 2006. Monster movie. Not the Stephanie Meyer movie, The Host from 2013. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm don't sorry. Don't get that confused. Oh, I'm sorry. You're yeah. right. Because you do get it confused on IMDb. It yes. comes up first because yes. obviously no, it's you the want American the one film. about monsters. Yeah, right. you, you want the monster film. And that is another uh, a great example of a director who knows what he wants mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and knows how to get it from his actors and the camera. Because uh, the the host the host is so, so damn good. Yeah. Um, oh, and don't I mean, and the host as much as I love the host, if if you have not seen Mother, which is he wrote the screenplay uh, and story for, you need to see this movie. Um, it is a South Korean film about a mother searching for the killer that framed her son for uh, a girl's horrific murder. Really? And so it's this this like. I don't know, 60-year-old, 70-year-old woman basically being forced to become a, a, a her own private eye to try to solve her son's murder. That sounds and, awesome. And it, and it ends up being like like deep, you know, delving into like the like, you know, crime underbelly of where she lives. Like like of like a syndicate almost, you know, not just like a once and done thing. Like, right. You know, it just leads her to this underworld and and she's just this like, you know, Betty White like woman yeah, type woman yeah. going through this and you're like, "Holy that, that's crap." A, that's a good it way to explain. Am- it. She yeah. looks like an Asian Betty White. Yeah, you yeah. should definitely see that as well. And he 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 didn't direct that, but he did write it. Oh wait, no, he did. No, he did it. direct it. He yeah, did direct he, it. He, he wrote that and he directed it. So yeah, so I'll like I'll have to check that out. How, that sounds how so damn cool good. and interesting though is that 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 was his last film, right? Two thousand nine, right? And he went from doing almost entirely South Korean productions. Yep. You know, all South Korean actors, yep. etc. To this film, which features you know some South Korean actors, but also American and British yep. actors, and yeah. very acclaimed and successful. Yeah. Yeah. So he's definitely 
Oh, definitely. Like, uh, yeah, and uh, like clearly these people like ha- are aware that he's good, so they're yeah. like, "Oh, yeah, I'll be in his movie." Like, yeah. I feel like even now you don't get John Hurt no. in just any movie. No, John Hurt was very selective of his roles at this yeah. point, and he's great in this yeah. as he is in pretty much everything. Oh, absolutely. Um, I also love. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right, but uh, Kang Ho Song. Yeah, the guy mm-hmm. from the host. Uh, yeah, he's from the host, oh and God. he's also in the Good, the Bad, the Weird, right? Which is another movie that if you haven't seen, you yeah. totally check it out. Definitely. Um, he's also in, isn't he in the old boy stuff? Yes, he he's is. In the, he's in the the other two of Sympathy okay, not he's not also. in old boy. Okay, but he's in like Sympathy and L- Lady, Lady Vengeance. Vengeance yeah. Gotcha. But um, um, yeah, he's amazing. So good, so uh, and good. And his and his cohort, Ah uh, Sung Ko, is also great. Mm-hmm. She um, she hasn't really done anything, but she was great in that. She was good. Yeah, um, she was in the host. Oh right, right. Yep. She was uh, the. That's, that's right. She was the. Oh, she was the daughter. Yeah, yep. she was. The, I thought I recognized oh, her from something, but she's obviously a lot more grown up than right. she was in right. the host. That's um, great. Okay, because I was like, I recognize her. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. So. So now there there were some parts that I'm like, what? Uh, specifically there there was one scene. Uh, that I was just like, we've kind of bogged down at this point, and I understood why he bogged down. He needed to get some exposition out, but the the specifically the sushi scene. Right. I was just. It was like, kind of a throwaway scene. Yeah, I, I kind of well, felt like you're you're in the middle of this of this revolution and you're going to stop for sushi. Yeah, I I can see where you're going, but like I think like I I thought it was like a a, a nice breather because you I you know you definitely you don't need want a pace, breather. Pacing scene. wise, you do because you do remember want a up until scene. that point it's, it's been, been ramping crazy. up up up. Yeah, they have the scene with uh, this isn't a spoiler to say this the water when they get to the water room yeah. which is. Fucking insane. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That whole sequence is just insane. Yeah. So you almost need. No, you definitely. And then it ramps up again to the end. No, I, right? I, I, I will agree. You need a breather. But here's the thing. Like, but I didn't think that was a, a good uh, the, scene. I thought it could have The only done reason I'll defend it is that they were really trying to 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 go. They're really trying to do the, the make the point of this film about. A, the ecosystem, right, right, and like because that was the that was like the like the, as the rebellion they're fighting against this, and they're as the like the people that are trying to keep order are keeping it because they say it's for the greater good because yeah. in their mind, it, like that's why this sushi thing only happens once right. a year because it's a thinning out of the the types of fish that they have, right? But they can only do it once a year to control to control the balance. So like I felt like it was it was a needed thing because that was going to become it is like, very symbolic. symbolic for the rest it's, of the yeah, film. especially, okay. especially towards, towards the end. The end. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, like I'll, I'll, I'll grant yeah, you that that, that, that is I don't know point. how else you would have really broached the topic, yeah. you know, without it being like about something like that. You know what I mean? I think I think but part like I specifically I agree that it's it's very jarring to go from what you've been to this like what? Yeah. And and specifically one character kind of acted out of place was the 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 mother we're like she's the whole time she's freaking right. out and rightfully so yeah. her child's been taken from her yeah and they're like sue she's like yeah line it up and i'm like right shouldn't you be freaking out about your kid who yeah. is still missing like so but again i, I but but hearing you know, that explanation parker that does make a lot more sense as to why the scene is necessary i just just, yeah. I just didn't feel like it, it no it, it definitely definitely was like oh one of those like but that, that this is why i felt like it was very similar to like you know like um, movies like that i've that i've enjoyed in the past like in the 80s or whatever because it was like 
you would have you would have moments where you could probably like look at what everybody's doing and saying in every scene and go, well, that's kind of out of character from what you've set up to this point. Right. But it's like, really, like let's just like go along for this ride. Yeah. Like we could we could overanalyze a lot more than mm. than we do. Um, but why? You know, like yeah. in a movie like this, why? Like certain other movies, it would make sense. Like if you're looking at a movie like, uh, I don't know, like um, like a Coen Brothers film or something, where it's so like character focused or something, right? Where right. it's like, I mean, there's story, but like you really want to focus on the characters. Then like to have a character do something completely out of place, you'd be like, wait, what? Like, and that would totally, it yeah, would take, like, throw you out of it. You know, this is kind of like you know. Like who? Who is that character? Like we just needed who a is mom she? to lose. Who is she really? Right. right. We don't right. even really know. We just how, know a mom who's loses to say how son, people right. would react after however many thirteen, seventeen, 17 years, years of right. seventeen years of like awfulness, right. and then like just, sitting down to a nice well, meal. Especially when he reveals what happened in the very beginning. That that Holy is what I was, that yeah, is what yeah, I was okay. going to talk about. This movie is violent. But for as violent as it is, it is much darker. Oh, it is yeah. so incredibly disturbing. So if I, I you think... don't like dark movies yes. no, and intense no. movies, yeah. do not touch this with a 10 foot right. This is very this disturbing. This movie is intense, and at parts, particularly towards the end, right. it gets really dark. But, right. but like, it does you, it in a but way. it doesn't show it. It doesn't, it doesn't show it. Way that it's almost but, all cerebral. Again, in a less subtle director's right. hands, we would have had flashbacks oh, yeah, to the beginning but of But the this. way it's done and the director gets this is almost worse. Right. Oh, absolutely. Right. When it's you worse. are just sitting there and Chris Evans by the way does a yeah. this is his, oh probably his, his monologue at that point is, is amazing. This is as good as he is in as Captain America. This right. is his best role oh, yet. Oh, for sure cuz he's like um, he's like legit acting. Yeah, like yeah. he's doing he's he's his, mo- his monologue in this, in this is brilliant. Uh, he's yeah. super good in this movie and that yeah, that monologue is yeah. stirring. I, I I do I do want to get awful. into that when we get into spoilers, yeah. but okay, I I think yeah. I mean let's yeah let's like I, I think we all agree if you have a chance if you can go see this right see like it. Matt it might said, be tough if you're if you're the kind of person who doesn't like a dark film or or that you're a little squeamish about some things maybe it's not for yeah, you it's but not oh, it's an amazing movie it's, it's not, not a horror no. film it's not like old boy like when yeah. we talk about go- like oh you really got to be like that's pretty violent and dark or right. whatever like it's not that level but it's definitely like. Old boy light. You're gonna see. You're gonna it's see old some, boy light for sure. Like you're, you're gonna experience some human suffering. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, from here on out, we're gonna go into spoiler territory. So, let's just jump right to that monologue, like we were talking about yes. before. That monologue is insane. The best, the best part about the monologue yeah. is that I assumed that all, that John Hurt had lost his stuff the way that dude lost his stuff. Same here. And right. so Same I here. I put that. I parsed right. that out and was just like, oh, that's how he lost his legs and stuff. And then when he was talking about. How can I lead if I don't have a good arm or if I have two good arms? I was like, that's a weird line. And I thought, why would they throw in weird lines like that? And that's why I liked about this movie is that then they explained it at the end. Yeah. With that see, monologue, I, I thought, you were like, oh, my God. See, I thought, I thought originally when, when, when Chris Evans said, how can I lead with two good arms? Right. And I, I thought that meant that at some point in the beginning, John Hurt kind of kind of stood there and went, you know no we're not going to take it anymore and then they took his arm like right. and, or and it was like, like an that. act of right, exactly. of like defiance and then it it reveals that he cuts his arm off for food and he to save a right. baby killed Jamie Bell's mom right then that Chris Evans killed yes yes that's Ugh. oh when Chris nuts. Evans says that he like he hates that he knows what people taste you know, like. Yeah, and you know what I hate the most about myself? I know what Hulk. people taste like, and I yeah. know that babies taste the best. That's when I thought, like, <gasps> damn. That was 
like <laughs> up until that point, and the movie has yeah. been pretty dark and right. violent up to this point. And when he says that, it's just like, but again, wow. Again, in, in in another director's hands, it would have instantly right then we would have gotten a really in poor taste and awful done flashback or of him something. or something like that, or just imagery or something. But instead, the camera Which would make it stays, ridiculous. It right. would be stupid. The camera stays focused. There's I, I, that whole monologue. I don't think there's a there's single no cut. It's cut. on him. It's just yep. a straight yep. on cam, and it's all just Chris Evans. Yeah. Acting in a way I didn't think he was capable of doing, right, to be honest. Right, for sure. Uh, he's really flexing his acting muscles in that. Oh, um, man. Yeah, that was like, just, I, would, yeah. I had no idea that that's where they were going to go. And I was just like, what? And him describing, like, just, it, it, it's reminiscent of, like, a Holocaust account. Exactly. Of, like, yeah. he, just a bunch of human beings locked yeah. and just, like, and thrown almost forgotten into, about. like, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Right. It's very chilling. Oh, Definitely. incredibly so. Um, but then we go from that very powerful scene, almost of him being like, you know, when he's like, open the gate, you know, he's just so pissed and angry, like he's reliving it, to the a completely opposite scene right. with Ed Harris, yeah, where Ed Harris is walking around explaining why he's doing it. And that's when I thought, like, wow, this is going a completely different path, yep. because I almost a little bit felt that Ed Harris's character was a redeemable character. Right. To in, a certain almost, degree. Almost. To a certain degree of him being That's, like, listen, until, we, until, we, the, like, until the children. Until the children, right. But right. I mean, but again, Holy that's shit. that twist. Right, so you exactly. Have, that's what I loved about you, this. Yeah, you, you, you have you're this whole... You're kind of like, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Ed, Ed, Ed Harris is going and he gets kind of a monologue of like, here's why I'm doing this. And this is why, and like, he's he says, you know, we need this balance. We need this. Right. And you're almost like... And you're, gonna, along, you're along with him. Until what's her face? Uh, what is her name in the movie? Yona. Yeah. Until Yona reveals and what's is like, going on. Hey, he's fucking enslaving children to be parts of his engine. Yeah. Until that point, you are almost. I and I think we're kind of along the same line as Chris Evans. We're like, maybe he's right. Like maybe right. this is the only way. Well, this that works. I think is when part of said. The about, only thing is like that. That having like I watched the whole thing without the uh what's his name the guy from the host without his subtitles being up yeah. on the screen right and so once I looked up and saw what he said I was like okay because like the fact that he said that he's been paying attention and he's noticed yeah. that the snow has been getting less and that there's the possibility that he's been seeing like animals and things like that to the to the idea that we could probably survive outside. It, it's not as bad as it was when we first got on right. the train right, where it right. was like insta freeze. Yeah. Like so like that that idea definitely um kind of pokes a hole in Ed Harris's nonsense cuz right. it's like, Cause it's like, it's like he's it's trying like to Ed Harris is, and Ed Harris is like your point is great until we get to the point where the earth is habitable again, which it seems to be. So we don't need to do this anymore. We could stop the train and all get out. Right. Yeah. Like like we you've you've taken us this far and so I would have been on board with Ed Harris not being a monster, but it's like no, he just tried to maintain as many people as possible for that length of time but until the kids even thing I mean and you're even, like oh god. <laughs> even when you do get to the heart, even when you go along with Ed Harris though, like he's a very like that's a he's a great villain. Yeah. Cuz the a good villain 
at least in a somewhat realistic film, is one where you could almost go along with them. Because nobody oh, wakes up. Hitler didn't wake up in the morning and right. saying, I'm going to be evil. As right. Shit. No, exactly. And exactly. go down as like the greatest monster in history. Oh, he sure. thought he had really good ideas right. well, that, that would help his country. The, that's so, why like, the people in the country agreed to go right. along with him because all of his ideas were so nationalistic Like on paper, you're totally getting, but the reality of Ed Harris's right. vision is like immense <laughs> suffering exactly. for a good exactly. amount of people yeah. and, and essentially and genocide. Then, yeah. And then to have that revenge that John Hurt <laughs> yeah. was in on it the oh, whole that maybe. time. Maybe. Well, I'm pretty sure he was. I don't see how he couldn't have been. But because he knew, he knew that if, like, that's why he said, immediately kill him, cut out his tongue, do yeah. not let him talk. Yep. Because they had gotten farther than they were supposed to. A, he's been super, he's super influential, and B, I'm probably involved with him, but also he's super influential. So if you let him talk, he uh-huh. will talk you into anything. Yeah. Like, because maybe he talked John Hurt into doing this in the first place. Who knows? You know what I mean? Like, it's like he knows the level right. of person. Because I thought, I is. thought at the very end, and I was like, "Don't do this to me, movie. I can't handle right. it." I thought Chris Evans was going to take right. that spot. Right mm-hmm. as the con- uh, conductor, when he pushes what's her name away. Yeah, I was like, like oh, "No, shit. no, no! Don't do this to me, movie." I, I, was not, I, was, I oh. don't know. I, I don't. I think it's up. I think it's up for grabs. I don't think there's any way you can prove while watching the movie that John Hurt. Like, if he would have. Here's the thing. I think if the director wanted us to know right, he that John, oh, he yeah, would have shown a recording. You would have known. Something. Something. Yeah. Or no, for sure. But we're pretty much taking Ed Harris's word yeah, for yeah. it. Um, I so it's up, it's up for grabs. I mean, you can. For me, I, my speculation was that that it was true. Yeah. But that John Hurt like changed his mind. You know what I mean? Like John Hurt, like it was like this is the best case scenario. But then I got to a point in the rebellion and was like, no, just we might take actually this all pull the way this. To the end. Yeah, we might yeah. actually you pull know? this out. Like, so like in his mind, it's like you know, like because I can see him appealing to John Hurt's. If John Hurt's the kind of guy who's cutting off his arm so that somebody doesn't kill a baby, like if right. that, if John Hurt's that guy, then he's also like, let's minimize the amount of people dying right. to a minimum. Right. And the best way to do that is to work with. What's yeah, work within the system. As John Hurt right. is, he's like, I'm a one-armed, you know, one-legged, whatever, a guy. There's no way I'm actually going to do anything on my own. Right. So, like, if I can get a way to minimize the casualties to the to the bare minimum, which is what Ed Harris is all about. Ed right. Harris is like, I don't want a whole bunch of people dying. Right. Like, that's not the point. Like, the point is some people dying, though. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> speaking of casualties, this movie is on, like, a Game of Thrones level of just, like, merciless character people, killing. People dying off real quick. Uh, oh people God. that I thought when, were going to make it to the end yeah. don't even make it midway. Yeah. yeah. When he has that scene where he's, like, looking back and forth to the guy that's been with him the whole time, the like, the... The younger guy, yep. Jamie, like Jamie his, Bell, Jamie yep. Bell, and he's like looking back and forth, and he's looking, and he like has the opportunity to like and seize he, the upper he's hand. Like I gotta do this. And he's just I'm like, sorry. Yeah, like, and, I, and I then, gotta let you die. And then the guy like pushes away for a second. You're like, oh, okay, oh, cool. he's gonna be fine. Nope. Oh, nope. 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 <laughs> that was uh, that yeah. was Christina's biggest complaint. She was like, I didn't like that everyone I liked died. <laughs> and I was like, well, when you think about it, literally everyone except those two died. <laughs> So I do like that. Equalizer. I do like at the very yeah. end when I was like, "Man, that train wreck is fucking vicious." Yeah. And then I thought, if they show a lot of people getting out of this train, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> nope. And they all showed two, and yeah. I'm like, oh, "Good." <laughs> to recreate well, the, thing, the thing that was like that was like one one of the nitpicky things that I could see you that I could definitely see Jordan 
get latching onto, but like that I noticed and it was like, you know what, I'm just going to let certain things like this slide. Or the fact that the train's been going for 17 years, right? Mm-hmm. And then in the moments that we're watching it, the train teeters on the track a couple times when they're smashing through ice. And I'm like, right. what? <laughs> like, yeah. like, how did it teeter? And 17 years of teetering and nothing ever went wrong. Right. Like, yeah. I thought it was like like such a powerful train that it didn't even, like it just shot the ice and then just continued just went on. right through. And, yep. But then when they smashed through that first bit of ice, when they're doing the and part where they're fighting. it goes up on two wheels. They're fighting and then it goes, Burm, and everybody's falling over. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, so this just happens like yeah. once in a while. Oh, you know, it's just a thing. <laughs> so, my, my thing, my scene, my, my nitpicky, like, Okay, roll eyes scene was the gunfight across the train. Yeah, that that was kind of like, like especially in the end when they're like they shoot the last two bullets and it was like I was like, hold on, you're saying that this train's moving at hundreds of miles an hour, (laughs) and they around a curve, around around a curve. And so they're they doing flown into the, the edge. So <laughs> they're doing like advanced trigonometry, and Chris Evans is somehow and being physics, more accurate. Physics. Chris Evans is firing an SMG with more accuracy than, than probably the rifle. most well-trained <laughs> marksman in the universe with a, with, a, with a more accurate gun. Yeah, yeah. no, that scene was kind that, of that dumb. was that yeah. was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I was just like, it's cool, but it's almost sacrificing some of yeah. the gritty realism that we were trying to accomplish. Yeah. Um, that de- I loved the number of really, really creepy villains. Like a lot of times in movies, you get the one, one guy. When you get, you get like one villain, and that's it. That's all you get. You get Ed Harris, and that's it. And you just, or you get Ed Harris, and you get uh, Tilda Swinton, and that's it. But there was, the but it's undying like guy. everybody. That, that guy that stays guy. alive. Yeah. Also, freaking that woman. That was like that, like gets thrown the thing, and then she tastes her own blood, and then when she the just walks out and yellow? shoots, what's his name? Yeah, lady yellow. yellow. Yeah, and you're like, dude, she's horrible. Or the bald guy, the bald, the guy? bald like who's like handing out the eggs. Egg guy, yeah, the egg guy. Oh, oh wow, man. he was and then creepy. He's just like, like all he's happy. Like, oh, good. Yes, eighteen percent, sir. <laughs> Quite a good idea. <laughs> yep. Oh, there were so many bad guys that I was like, yes, and like in the beginning, yeah, the bad when, guys are great in this. When in the, the in uh, this movie. Like when when they first come out, and like there's kind of like a like a group of like you know high up hooligan-y guys, like p- the Undying guys, part of it. Yeah. But there's just some other guys that just look shitty and generally whatever. So it's like they had even tears because those right. guys die pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But it's like th- you're like, oh, I hate them. Like right off the bat, I hate them. And then you're like, oh, I hate that guy. Oh, I hate the her. Oh, I hate. And like, what's her name? Allison Pill showing yeah. up, yep. being like this pregnant super net like. Pride. Oh, and then they're doing Glorious the, 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 the hand the, motions, the hand and, motions and everything. Oh, that whole scene in the in the. You even had um, and I forget the, the classroom. Dude. Oh god, it was I, so great. They're do, yeah. they're all doing this like thing where they put their arms up into the one side. Wilford. Yeah, <laughs> you even you even the, had uh, that um that that I forget his name the uh, conductor who's like walking through as they're like like they're doing that fight in the tunnel, and he's oh, like yeah. he's he, like they're killing people left and right. And he's like. Check, 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 yep. check. Just counting oh to make God. sure only seventeen percent survive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was. Oh man, that was great. And now, then the, I loved the 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 part. You know, like you're talking about with the water, where where it's just like this brutal and killing in the dark. And just I loved that the the way like the there was like those little moments like that they did with like because you know they showed him that little kid grab the matches because he's apparently obsessed with fire and right. he's in the tail section and then they they yell back so they're like how many cars a front and they do like the whole 
yelling and then the next car yells and the next car yells and it gets all the way back to wherever that kid is and then he's like lights the thing and then they do the do marathon what? race <laughs> where they're handing you know it what? off and do you're you know like what that reminded That's me so of cool. they reminded me of the two towers yes <laughs> The freaking the dude, orc. The orc is ah! running, yep. and yep. they're shooting him. Shoot him down! And it's almost yep. like the roles are reversed. Like, Tilda Swinton's like, get the torch bearer! They're screaming, oh, and he's just going, and then he keeps passing it off, and, like, the dude with one arm grabs he's it, getting, and he's, he's like, yeah. all crazy. Ah! Like, oh, my God. I was so, like, there's so I'll many moments what, like that. Uh, yeah. Often like, what makes a really memorable movie are not necessarily that everything in the movie is amazing, because we had right. our gripes. Oh, yeah. But... There's so many good moments. There's, yeah. there's like, yeah. there's so many good moments. Every time I had a part where I'm like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> instantly I was like, what? Because I'll tell you right now, the classroom scene started getting old. Right. Until the guy the was like, <laughs> until the guy was like, oh, right. there are I many did, things on this train that are rumored to be extinct. I'm like, like oh <laughs> shit, yeah, when, dude. That yeah. that classroom scene, I agree. I was like, okay, why are we still in the classroom? Yeah, I was like getting but really when, sick. But he it. pulls the, oh, and then she's shooting a gun, and she's like all pregnant. She's like, put it in. <laughs> One of the other, I know we got to wrap it up here, but one of the other really, really good, like intense, just like holy shit moments is when, um, how do I get, Yona, right? They're they're yeah. they're they're going about they're about to go into the water purification room or the entrance to it, and yeah. she's just like, don't open, don't open the door, <laughs> and the door starts opening, and you're like, holy fuck! And it was so and like, there's just an army all wearing, of all guys axes. with axes, and they're wearing like black masks, and you're just like. There is no way they're going to get through this. <laughs> and then this they do awful. that thing with the fish. fish yep. yeah. And you're like, I love it. It's just not explained. Like, I thought, like, if this was a bad movie, like, the one guy would lean over and be like, that fish's blood is poisonous or some nonsense. But instead, it's just like, no, they're just putting blood on the blade so that it's cool. I just and assumed, they're just showing you how sharp it is. Look, yeah, I, 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 I just assumed that some of the people, like, it, it was just them being like, maybe they'd never seen, some of the people that had been on the train so long, they'd never seen an axe. Right. So they would be like, what the fuck is that? And they'd be like, you see this? It's sharp. You see that? <laughs> oh. Sharp. But just like, you're just, like, just doing crazy stuff like that. And then it's just yeah. like, oh, man. There's so, oh, yeah. yeah. There, there are so it's... many scenes of just like, wow, that's nuts. Yeah. So. And then like the when they go to the the the, the club scene and, and there's all those Kronos pits. That, and the that, dudes are just collecting just all collecting the Kronos. Up. And then the fact that they make it into C4, you're like, that's amazing. Like, you think they're just... Like druggies, yeah. and then they're just like, no, I put, made this thing, and then, oh man! But then the fact that all the then, punk, like all these like club guys who are like so perfect, like straight out of like freaking Double Dragon or something, the people from the club, <laughs> and they're like, give us back our Chrono, and they're yeah. like wearing all wacky stuff and like yeah. swinging like nonsense. I was like, oh, this is that so scene. Great. That scene was straight up. For me, right out of Logan's Run. Yes, there's absolutely. a scene. There's a scene. I don't know. If, uh, Matt, I've, I've never seen, seen Logan's Run. Th- there's a scene in Logan's Run where they go. They're they're, they're running away from the Sandman. <laughs> they're running because Logan's Run. <laughs> they're, Logan they're, they're they're running away from the Sandman, and um, they go through like a brothel yeah. section okay. yeah. where everything is like super slow mo because <laughs> everybody's high yeah and everybody's having there's this huge orgy going on and they're like oh but they're trying to wow, fight that's scene. An old movie yeah 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 wow, that sounds crazy for um, as it is i need to watch it oh it's uh, it's well i was gonna say it's so good but yeah it's something. it's age you it's, it I, i've seen i've seen poorly. i've seen uh i've seen bits and pieces i know it's it worth seeing aged. but it's worth seeing through like a, rose a bit of a lens yeah, yeah, yeah definitely um 
So anyway, yeah, Snowpiercer is great. Uh, if you've made it this far in the podcast, you either have seen it or, or you didn't care about spoilers. Or you don't care. Well, spoilers. Honestly, if you've if you've soldiered on and you've heard us spoil you things, still you're still it. gonna enjoy. Still, it. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Still we have 100%. not we have not ruined it by any. It's not the no. kind of movie where you can really ruin it. Yeah, you know, like you might you it. might be like a, not as surprised as we were when you see certain things. But the things, surprise is but not the appeal. Seeing them is just as great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I said before, the the uh, twists in this movie are cool. Cool and unexpected, but it's not what that's ultimately not what, yeah, sells that's it. Not, that's not what makes it's not you an M. Night Shyamalan. I, no. I, and I love, uh, what's her name, uh, Octavia Spencer. The She was in The Help. That's the mom. Oh, yeah, okay. Of them. She's she's a great actress. I, I I mean, she's been in a few things. She was, she was um, one of my favorite characters in The Help. She was also in... Um, Who was she in Being John Malkovich? I don't know. She was in something. Oh, she was on a she was on a really funny episode of Thirty Rock. Remember where uh, she she's the um, she's the the female version of uh, Tracy Jordan. She comes on and she's like demanding everything, and Tracy Jordan's like, oh, and she's yeah, like so yeah, terrible. Because yeah, yeah. I was like after the help, and she was just like, <laughs> she just got had was on a show, and she was like being ridiculous and demanding way too much, and it was just like. Oh, this is so great! But yeah, so I I like her a lot, and she's great in this. And uh, yeah, she's a great. There's, there's a, great, a lot of, there's a great a lot of cast. Good, yeah, Tilda Swinton. Oh my god, um, she's like ama- like at this point, she's like one of my favorite. Again, I I would just like to see her in a so movie where much. I recognize her. Yeah, so many <laughs> so many stuff she's in that you're like, what? That was her? What? Yeah. And, she, and she's I love so she different. Takes, I love when her character takes out her teeth yeah, for no apparent like, reason, just to try to appeal to his yeah. humanity. Just like that's not me. helping. Yep. That's right. <laughs> We're just like, why did she take out her teeth? <laughs> Love it. Oh, and then he makes her eat that. Oh, when you find out what those things oh, are I made know. Of. Oh, God. Oh, so gross. So like- Again, though, a little, nit- little nitpick. By the end of the movie, you're like, you should not be disgusted by what's in that compared oh, to yeah. what you've eaten, my true, friend. True, true. Like, that should seem like <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. a delicacy. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so why don't we... Uh, we slap a rating on this bad boy. I'm going to give it two out of two beautiful black Asian babies to restart the human race. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yes. That is going to be the cutest human race. <laughs> That's right. Everybody <laughs> loves beautiful black Asian babies. <laughs> wow, Matt. That's a peek into your soul this episode. <laughs> it's true. Find me a black Asian baby that isn't the cutest person ever. I, I have to agree. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to fight you on this one. Uh, I will give it... Um, I guess like zero out of zero degrees Celsius. Nice, <laughs> nice. I am gonna give it um ten million out of eleven million uh cockroaches. <laughs> Seriously, it's that good bug, protein. That bu- oh god, it was so gross. I'd eat him. Oh shut up. I would. Let's say it's gross. I used to no. eat bugs when I was little. Okay, something but, wrong with you, man. But you were little. You were little. I'd do it again. <laughs> you wouldn't eat one of those bars, I guarantee you. Totally would. You would not. I, I guarantee bet you, you would. a million dollars okay, I, I would. Then, I, then you would. For a million dollars. <laughs> I'm I not telling for, you to do it for a million. How about 20? I'm telling you to do it for all your food forever and never eat anything <laughs> oh, else. Oh, no, I wouldn't do that. Well, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, forever. That's pretty bad. <laughs> but I wouldn't eat bananas forever. That's just, you got to have variety. That's my thing. Okay. All right, well, that about wraps it up here for us on End of the Critic. That's the classic. Matt has said things, and we're going to let him stop now.
Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you broke the podcast again. <laughs> oh, I didn't break it this bad. Uh, yeah, you did, because I don't know where to go. Let's just go. Where do I go from here? Anyway, uh, the next episode we're doing is Journey to the West. Yes. The Netflix uh, new film. Stephen Chow film that That's we right. checked out the trailer for some time ago. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. And we, we, we've reached the then. point, I noticed, where World War Z is now on Netflix. We've reached a point where a theater movie, like a, a major theater yeah. movie, is now on Netflix. So we so could like, do a Netflix. We could just cross quit. the threshold. Oh, oh yeah. No, we could do. That's what I meant. That's what I was gonna say. We could do a. We could do a no version. No, I wasn't gonna say no, quit. No. I wasn't gonna say we could you're, quit. Them. Wait, you're saying what we wait. could do? What we could do is we <laughs> wait, could what? take we could take a couple of weeks off and just uh, re-release classic episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go back and listen There's to just, episodes. The only thing uh, that differentiates is that Chris has like a two minute thing where he's like. Oh, now we're going back into the archives. But it's recorded on, on my shitty crit. ass gaming <laughs> mic, so it's like, we're going back into the archives. Remember the critic. So I'm like, we're I'd almost use to the point where it's like a, like a looped gif, like a perfectly looped <laughs> gif, where you you don't have to bother. Now it we could just repost old episodes as Netflix originals, <laughs> and that'll be that. Wow. Uh, <laughs> No, I like it. We Parker, can do don't half hold the back. episodes. Don't, don't, don't hold back, Parker. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. I've always wanted to become a looped cat gif. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, like like we always do, uh, next week's episode is going to be chock full of spoilers. So uh, we recommend seeing it before. Uh, again, though, it's not going to matter. No, no absolutely not. <laughs> even it's if you don't, even not. if you haven't seen it, you'll you'll be fine. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil a good chunk of it. It's good. Yeah. Um. So. All right. Well. Uh, Un- until next time, I'm Chris Klump. Who's this? It's Who's this? Hey, what's up? I'm here. I'm ready to podcast. And we're done. <laughs> All right. Here's my hype man. Uh, there's this guy. He might, he's all right. He's like around. He's you see him. Cool. He's, he's cool kind of crap. He's kind of crap, but he's kind of cool. Whatever. Uh, this Parker. Hey, hey, it's me, hey, it's me Parker. I'm gonna be podcast all night. All right, we're done. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>